Battle in London, September 1970. Big trouble awaited me on my first day on the job, but I wasn't a bit surprised. The god of bright young things has always had a custard tart ready to smack in the face of a girl like me. Green as a spring twig, I'd completed two weeks of basic nursing instruction in a classroom and was spending a supervised morning on a ward, one of several such half-days that would occur before the end of two months' preliminary training school, PTS, if I lasted that long. You elderly men need to look neat and tidy, I told Mr. Snape as I straightened his top sheet. Oh, go away, you stupid girl, he snarled. I've got socks older than you. Sticking out a determined chin, he messed up the sheet and childishly kicked his legs about. Challenged, I threw him the death stare I'd perfected in 1957 in the playground at Castle Street Primary School. In return, Snape launched his version of the same look he had perfected in 1916 in the war-torn trenches of the Western Front. Back and forth our faces raged until, totally outclassed, I turned away. To the casual observer, I was a fresh-faced 18-year-old girl, dressed in a newly-minted King's College Hospital student-nurse uniform. My crown was a paper cap attached to my strawberry blonde updo with hair grips, and my overly long blue-and-white striped waisted dress was protected from germ warfare by a starched white apron that could stand up on its own. From my perspective, I looked fabulous, very cool and now, and the only problem with the image was that I wasn't actually at King's College Hospital. Somehow, a terrible mistake had occurred, and I was standing in what appeared to be a dilapidated 18th-century school hall, but was in reality a male geriatric ward at St Giles Hospital in Camberwell, an area of South London classified as a poor law parish in 1835. And not much had changed. Formerly a workhouse for the destitute, St Giles had been developed into an infirmary about a hundred years before I arrived, and its present state of crumbling antiquity was three moons and a shooting star away from the grandeur and excitement of King's College Hospital in Denmark Hill, where I was supposed to be. I planned on writing a stern letter when I discovered who was responsible for this appalling mix-up. Around me on the ward, which was unimaginatively identified by a capital letter and a number, and which I am rechristening Dickens, courtesy of the workhouse connection, the air was filled with groans, vocal complaints, death-rattling coughs, and unpleasant odours. Scurrying about in this oppressive atmosphere, second- and third-year student nurses delivered bowls of steaming water, pulled curtains around beds, lifted men onto wheelchairs and pushed them here and there, filled things, emptied things, and wrestled with trolleys and oxygen cylinders. Frustrated that a staff nurse had directed me to pointlessly tidy top sheets, I observed the other nurse's purposeful industry with mounting annoyance. Another new student nurse, Fenella, was also on Dickens. A tall, dark-haired girl with lovely apple cheeks and a plummy voice, Fenella wouldn't have been out of place on a hockey field at an English boarding school. On arrival, she had been dispatched to the clinical room to clean lotion cupboards, and I was pleased it was her, not me. 
I would have broken a bottle of rare potion from the Amazon that had cost a hundred pounds. I was safer with sheets. It's pretty hard to break sheets. I was straightening the bedding of a sleeping man when a cross-looking woman in a green sister's uniform marched onto the ward and headed towards me. Short and scrawny, with a malignant fierceness behind her steel-grey eyes, she was identified by her name badge as Sister Morag, the ward sister who was to supervise me. "'Good morning, sister,' I said with the confidence of someone who has practised the line while watching Dr. Finlay's casebook. Surely now I would be allocated a sensible job. Sister Morag frowned. Uh-oh, maybe she thought this sheet-tidying lark was my idea. Staff nurse told me to tidy sheets, I said accusingly, and scoffed for good measure. It's important for beds to look tidy, she said sharply. And when you've finished that, you are to disinfect...